1: Praise the Lord, Dr. Hanson. How are you doing this evening, my friend? Fine. How are you, Shannon? Hey, doing great. Just got off the phone doing a program with um, Paul Ace Allen. He's the only surviving son of the late evangelist A.E. Allen. Friend of mine, great man of God. we got to get him on your program sometime. Yes, He's we got do. A testimony. Praise the Lord. Folks, we're excited to be here tonight with Dr. Jonathan Hanson for another edition of the Warning Radio Broadcast. And you can find out more about this amazing worldwide ministry by going to worldministries.org. Dr. Hanson, thank you for letting us be a part of this. Would you
2: like to open in prayer? And the mic is yours. Okay. And I thank you too, Shannon. Father God, we want to come to you in your precious name of our Lord Jesus Christ. We thank you, dear God, for the opportunity to serve you throughout the world. We thank you, dear God, that this broadcast is coming out of Bali, Indonesia, Indonesia, Shannon Davis, Omega Man Radio, we, we bless them, dear God. Help us as we reach the world, all of us, all of those people that are involved in helping us extend the gospel. We pray, dear God, that people will be set free tonight. They'll understand truth, they walk in that truth. No longer deceived by false prophets, but they'll know the word of God because the word of God will set them free. Now, bless tonight, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. I want to welcome all of you that are watching on the warning television program, listening on warning radio, shortwave, uh, different forms of media that we're on, social media, etc. Welcome. Uh, We're doing this with Shannon Davis, syndicated radio, omegamanradio.com. I want to talk about false prophets, Jehovah Witness. Ladies and gentlemen, these people have led so many people astray. Now in our Bible school, we have a Bible school. You don't have to attend one of our campuses. You can do it online. Just telephone 360-629-5248 and Dr. E.J. Buckhart will register you. You can take our courses online. Over 300 courses, over 120 professors and uh, I'll tell you what, solid, solid programs. These courses, come a lot from Christian Life School of Theology. I'm a chancellor with them. I'm also on the Board of Christian Life Educators Network. And this course that we're using tonight, I've taken it personally. And I'm going to be using from the Bible, Scripture, my own personal experience and understanding, as well as from our course, Gate Breakers, by Dr. S.M.S.F., Fleming, Stan Fleming, a personal friend, Gate Breakers. Again, you can take our courses if you want. Uh, They can take you all the way through a doctorate, and you'll be credentialed in any denomination. Now, Jehovah Witness, we want to talk about that. False prophets, false prophecy. Let's look, before I get into the founder, Why is there a problem with the Watchtower's prophetic accuracy? Now, time and time and time and time again, they've given us prophetic dates. None of them have come to pass. Is that a problem? I think so. The prophecy of the second coming of Christ was supposed to happen in 1874, of which Charles Russell had a part failed to occur. Charles Russell. He founded the Watchtower. Now, Russell's prophecy that Armageddon would occur in 1914 also failed. Armageddon's still not here. I think in the near future, but it's not here. Watchtower's prophecy that Christ would return to Earth in 1918 Failed. Now, if you're a Jehovah Witness, I want you to listen closely. Unless you don't care about truth and you don't care about sitting under heresy. Because of Russell's prophetic teaching that the Great Pyramid of Egypt was God's Bible in stone. Showing us that God's prophetic timetable was later contradicted by Watchtower teaching that the Great Pyramid was rather Satan's. Bible in stone. Well, which is it? Judge Rutherford's prophecy. He was the second leader of the Jehovah Witness. Of the earthly resurrection of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and the prophets of old between 1925 and 1929 failed. It never happened. The Watchtower's prophecy of Armageddon in 1954 40 years after Christ supposedly returned in 1914, never came to pass. Then they began to teach that 1958 was Armageddon. Right now, as I speak, it's 2022. Still hasn't happened. Because the Watchtower's prophecy that the world would end in 1975 failed. Over a million disillusioned, Jehovah Witnesses left the organization in 1976 and 1977. What does it take for a person to come out of deception? Why is there a problem with the Watchtower's accuracy and integrity regarding its New World Translation? One, because the five men who translated it were not scholars. You know, I believe in education, education. Biblical education, all through the Bible. Jesus educated the 12. All the way through, you have training, education, discipleship. You just pick up the Bible and think you know it all. I don't like a self-taught person that relies on him, his own understanding. They constantly people lead people into heresy. It's not scriptural. I've had a lot of discipleship. I've had a lot of Bible training. I still take Bible courses by other men and women of God because I don't know it all. I think a self-taught person is dangerous. These people weren't educated. They're doing all of these prophecies. They weren't scholars. They had no Hebrew or Greek language expertise and thus no authority to do such a thing. Because the vast majority of scholars totally disagree with Watchtower interpretation. They totally disagree with it. Now, I'm going to cover it later, but let's just take Trinity. Trinity is a concept. A concept. They totally disregard Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. They say the Holy Spirit is a force. Now, we're going to get into that. They say Jesus the Archangel Gabriel or Micah. We're going to get into this stupidity from people that had no education qualified to interpret the Bible. Left to their own ignorance, they came up with heresy and occult. But sadly, they lead many people astray that are even more ignorant. They go to churches that they're not grounded in the Word of God and they lead people astray. Where if you understood the Word of God, you can convert any Jehovah Witness that comes to your house. But probably I already said some things that people don't, didn't realize. That shows you you're not very grounded to fight people that want to come and twist the Word of God. You've got to know the Word of God to fight heresy. The Trinity is a concept. The concept is all through the Bible. You have to say Trinity. The vast majority of scholars totally disagree with the Watchtower interpretation. Out of all the Greek professors, commentators, they, the Watchtower, have quoted only one Unitarian agreed with them. 99% of the scholars of the world who know Greek and who have Help translate the Bible are in disagreement with Jehovah's Witness interpretation. Totally in disagreement. People who are looking for the truth ought to know what the majority of scholars really believe. They like to quote three Greek scholars cited verifying their interpretation Julius Manti, Philip Harner, and John McKinsey, but all three were misquoted in adamantly disagree with Watchtower interpretation. Now, if you're a Jehovah Witness, do you understand these things? I was going to say you're led by idiots, but let me be a little nicer. You're led by uneducated people. Because for the years, the Watchtower cited Graeber, Johannes Graeber, as the authority that verified some of the New Testament interpretation but eventually it was discovered that Graber was a spiritist who called on the spirits to help him interpret. The Bible tells us plainly that we should never ask ghosts or spirits for help or consult the dead. Whoever does these things, it's disgusting to the Lord. Deuteronomy 18, 10 through 12. Consider Luke 23, 43 as an example of a subtle change the watchtower made which emphasizes their doctrine. We learn that uh, they manipulate the scriptures. They write the change at Luke 23, 43 is significant in terms of Watchtower's view of earthly resurrection as a future event. The resurrection to heaven did not commence until this century. Therefore, the Watchtower argue the thief hanging on the tortured stake beside Jesus could not have been promised he would be with Christ in paradise By placing the comma after today instead of before it, the implication that Jesus was merely telling the thief that someday they would be together in paradise, not that particular day. In other words, they manipulate the scriptures. Jesus said unto him, Verily I say unto thee, Today shalt thou be with me in paradise. Luke 23, 43. He asked him, Truly I say, tell you, You shall be with me in paradise. Again, the Watchtower's view of the Holy Spirit is only an active force, not a person. Okay, we're going to get into that later. Who founded the Watchtower? Charles Taz Russell. In 1884, Russell formerly incorporated Zion's Watchtower Tract Society in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. The Society, however, looks to the year 1896 that the Watchtower Bible and track was founded. Now, it is a very fast-growing organization. And I call it organization, not a church, because it's a cult. We could give statistics how fast they grow. They grew very fast in the Soviet Union when it collapsed. They do some things that should be admired, like going door-to-door witnessing, Two by two. Christians should be doing witnessing, but they lay back on their laurels too in love with themselves and the world, and that's why we've lost America, because it is falling. Some of these cults are more adamant about working out their salvation. And we have backslidden to the point that we're just serving ourselves in the name of God as Christians. But they have grown. Even despite their growth, it can be argued that Jehovah's Witnesses are members of a sick, I say again, a sick religion. They are wracked with eternal problems with their leadership, is unwilling to recognize, let alone deal with, satisfactory. And for most serious for them, they continue to experience a tremendous turnover in membership. Why? Because people finally realize, hey, this is not right. Furthermore, Jehovah Witnesses continually lose most of their best educated and most intelligent people. Hence, after many years of organizational brain drain, the upper echelons of the Watchtower hierarchy are largely and intellectually made up of a group of a few people that lack the education and scholarly training that is needed to lead an organization. After Russell's death in 1916, several factions responded to the new leadership of Judge Joseph Franklin Rutherford. Now realize earlier when I went into these prophecies by these different people, including Rutherford, it just passes on from one leader to another that gives false prophecies. Some names were the Down. Bible Student Association, the Standard Movement, Paul Johnson's Movement, Elijah Voice Movement, Eagle Society, and Pastoral Bible Institute of Brooklyn—all together, there are about a dozen Russellite groups. Among which the Jehovah Witnesses are the most prominent. Seems like the leader of any group—you know—when he moves off the scene, then there's schisms and splits. Now, Matthew seven eighteen through twenty one. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor a bad tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Therefore, by their fruits you will know them. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father, which is in heaven. Now that was Matthew 7, 18 through 21. So Matthew is speaking of false prophets. Let's look at 2 Corinthians eleven thirteen 13 through 15. For such are false apostles, deceitful workers, transforming themselves into the apostles of Christ. And no marvel for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. Therefore, it is no great thing if his ministers be transformed as ministers of righteousness, whose end shall be according to their works. So, we looked at scripture dealing, exposing, warning us against false prophets and false apostles. Now, when they did the name Jehovah Witness originate? 1931, at a convention at Columbus, Ohio. In order to distinguish themselves from various other groups that had splintered off, the Watchtower coined their new name based on Isaiah 43:10, "Ye are my witnesses." These people are not Christians, but witnesses, according to their own interpretation. William J. Chanel, a former Jehovah Witness, explains the Watchtower strategy regarding ungrounded Christians. In his book, 30 Years a Watchtower Slave, he says, the Watchtower leadership sensed that within the midst of Christendom were millions of professing Christians who were not well grounded. In truth, once delivered to the saints and who would rather easily be pried loose from the church and led into a new organization called the watchtower. That's what the society calculated. And that rightly that the lack of proper Bible education, knowledge of God and the widespread acceptance of half truth in Christendom would yield vast masses of men and women. If the whole matter were wisely attacked And sustained in which they've done. If we are not well trained. If we don't know the truth. It cannot set us free. If we're not well trained. We are deceived. Oh trinity is nowhere in the Bible. The concept is all through the Bible. Jesus is not God. It's all through the Bible. Unless you're trained in a cult. That teaches you how they misinterpret the Bible. Twist the Bible, and so now you believe that organization's teaching, not the Word of God. The concept of Father, Son and Holy Spirit are all through the Bible. Second, Thessalonians 2:3. "For that day will not come except the apostasy comes first, that is, unless the predicted great falling away of those who have professed to be Christians has come. Those that profess to be Christians. Russell at one time professed to be a Christian. He got disillusioned with the church. Colossians 2, 8 through 10. See to it that no one carries you off as a spoil or makes you yourself a captive by a so-called philosophy and intelism and vain deceit, idle fantasies and plain nonsense. Following human tradition, men's ideas of material rather than spiritual. Just just crude notions following the rudimentary and elementary teachings of the universe and disregarding the teachings of the Christ, the Messiah, for in him, the whole fullness of deity, the Godhead, continues to dwell in bodily form. And he is the head of all rule and authority, Colossians 2, 8 through 10. He, Jesus, is the head of the body. The church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all he may have preeminence. Colossians 1.18. I mean, we can go on and on for hours. The concept of the Trinity. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. I have a son. I have a wife. Trinity. Equality. Different responsibility. But Equal. We're people, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, God. What's the main heresy of the Watchtower? The most cultic teaching is their denial of the Trinity and the deity of Jesus Christ. Traditional Christianity has put up with such culture twist almost since the time of Christ. Arius, A.D. two fifty two three thirty six, denied the deity of Christ by teaching that Jesus was not co eternal with the Father. Arianism influenced many people, including Eusebius, the first century historian. Arianism was condemned at the Council because it failed to recognize the authority of numerous scriptural references affirming the deity of Christ. Isaiah seven nineteen, Isaiah nine six. Micah five two, John one one, John five eighteen, John five twenty one through forty eight, John eight fifty eight, John ten thirty, John seventeen five, Philippians two eleven, Colossians two 9, 1 Timothy three sixteen, Hebrews one 3, 1 John five twenty, and we could go on. The concept of the Trinity. Isaiah 9.6, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. The government will be upon his shoulder. His name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord spoke through the prophet. The virgin will be with child. I will give birth to a son. They shall call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. Matthew 1, 22 through 23 this verse from Isaiah reads much the same in the New World translation. illustrates the doctrine of the Trinity. Which of the titles assigned to the child best refutes Jehovah' Witness view of Jehovah and Jesus? Matthew uses a verse from Isaiah 7:14 to begin his gospel. He walked with Jesus and knew him firsthand. What kind of message was he trying to share with the reader? Who were the people of his day he was trying to convince? There was heresy at that time. The Watchtower announces Jehovah, Kingdom and Awake were discussed under Roman numeral five major evangelism tactics. In 1874, Russell began publishing the Herald of the Morning, which eventually became the Watchtower magazine. These magazines have been used by the Jehovah Witnesses as God's modern word to people. They use it as God's word to the people, not the Bible. Other than their twisting of the Bible. However, the magazines have made major mistakes regarding the fulfillment of Bible prophecy. Again, the last great mistake was 1975. It was to be the end of the human history and the beginning of Armageddon. Well, if that was the case, we're in the millennium. Hundreds of thousands of Jehovah Witnesses left the organization between 1976 and 1978 as a result of this false prophecy. However, the Watchtower Bible and Tract Society continued to grow in the 1990s, despite the fact that its predictions concerning end-time events have always, always failed. Many new converts simply are not aware or told the history of the organization. That's why I'm doing this program today, to know the truth, it'll set you free. If you want to be set free, you say, what is wrong when I'm attending these meetings? You're attending a cult. 1985 Watchtower Society book teaches Jehovah Witnesses how to argue their peculiar doctrine. The Witnesses are basically brainwashed into believing that only their society has the truth. They anticipate Christian response and debate their theology. They believe Christians are completely deceived and under satanic influence. You know, I welcome Jehovah Witnesses to come because I understand the Bible. And I'll guarantee you, it won't take long. They'll have nothing to say, but they need to go back to their master, teacher, and get me an answer. Because all they can do is Talk what they have been brainwashed into understanding a manipulation of the Word of God, a twisting. Jehovah Witnesses, Proclaimers of God's Kingdom, published in 1993. This book gives the history and worldwide impact of witnesses. From their perspective, it's a good resource for certain aspects of history, doctrine, and growth. Of course, it's heavily biased and it overlooks significant character flaws, false prophecies and both sides of doctrinal controversies. The New World Translation of the Holy Scripture produced in 1950 under the Watchtower leadership of Nathan H. Knorr. Regardless of their claims that five Greek scholars did this translation in truth, the organization simply manipulated the scriptures to line up with their own misguided doctrines. Under veneer of supposed Intellectual honesty, they have unsuccessfully tried to quote world-renowned Greek scholars as agreeing with their translations. However, their deceptive ways has been exposed time and time again as these scholars adamantly disagree with them. Let's look a little more at Charles Taze Russell. Life, Russell's life. Again, the founder. He was led astray. He was raised Presbyterian became dissatisfied, changed to congregationalism. However, he recoiled from the denomination as well being disturbed by the Calvinistic doctrine of predestination and eternal damnation. Well, the Calvinistic doctrine of predestination I disagree with too. But I disagree with Presbyterians. So many of the mainline churches have themselves nullified the word of God. Yes, we're living in an age that if you're not careful, if you don't study to show yourself approved, you can be led astray. I have taught so many times that the mainline churches are under the Federal Council of Churches. That's a Marxist covering. Over the National Council of Churches and the Geneva-based World Council of Churches, they accept sins of abomination Abortion, homosexuality, they're ordaining them as priests. They're bringing drag queens into the churches. I wouldn't attend a mainline church. You have good Christians attending, but they say, what is wrong with my liberal pastor? That is what is wrong with them. Get out of the church. You need to find one that truly believes in the word of God, that believes in the fullness of God, that believes in the power of God, that believes in the Holy Spirit, that believes you're supposed to tarry and be baptized in the Holy Spirit, that believes in healing and deliverance, salvation. If they don't believe in these things, don't become part of the church. Will I find faith, Jesus said, when I return? There's such a manipulation of the word of God in a backslidden condition that no wonder people are turning to cults. Russell became skeptical of Christianity and changed upon a meeting of a group who called himself Second Adventist, led by Jonas Wendell. The group had a history of predicting Christ's return. They were predicting that Christ would return in 1874. Russell became convinced they were right and formed a Bible study that met regularly for the next few years and actively taught that Christ would return in 1874. Rather than admitting that Christ did not return in 1874, he became convinced that Christ had returned invisibly and spiritually to the church. Wow, invisibly. Where are you, Christ? This is what you're following. A false prophet. He then began publishing his magazine, The Herald of the Morning, later changed to The Watchtower, and by 1880, he had a sizable following. He married Maria G. In 1879, she worked hard with him spreading his teachings until 1897 when she left him. At one time, Maria taught others that her husband was the faithful and wise servant, spoken in Matthew 24, 45. Servant. I looked, I had looked twice. My mind went serpent. Until she became disillusioned with him. After that, she taught that he was rather the evil servant. Should I say serpent? Spoken of in Matthew 24, 48. The evil servant. Russell eventually changed the year of Christ's return to 1914, and that did not happen either. 1914 came and went without Christ's return. He taught that this, rather than 1874, was a legitimate, invisible, and spiritual return of Christ's kingdom. Russell died October 31, 1916, having made two major predictions, both of which were wrong. The Bible warns Christians of false prophets. In Deuteronomy 18.22, we are told that if a prophecy does not happen, then God was not in it in the first place. Also, the apostle Peter tells us these false prophets introduce destructive heresies and deny the Lord. 2 Peter 2.1, Jehovah's Witnesses deny the deity of Jesus Christ. Russell taught heresy. Unfortunately, Russell was not the only false prophet, but a false teacher as well, straying far from mainline Christian doctrine. Some of the heresy he taught were that the concept of the Trinity was nonsense and a plot of Satan, that Jesus was not God, that the physical body of Jesus was destroyed after the crucifixion, and Jesus simply created and assumed such a body of flesh and such clothing as he saw fit for the purpose intended. You know, he had quite an imagination. And that Christ would not return again physically in that form, but only spiritually. He also taught against any concept of judgment or the existence of hell. Russell did not just misinterpret. He manipulated scripture so that it supported his doctrine. Russell's honesty was challenged publicly. Russell's life was tattered with assault upon his character. He was in and out of court, battles in the news for allegations of his conduct. Two of these episodes are briefly summarized. One, Russell brought suit against the Brooklyn Daily Eagle for making fun of the Watchtower's Miracle Wheat fundraiser. Well, I'm making fun of their doctrine right now. But I don't think you're going to want to take me to court because your history is so disgraceful, you don't want the world knowing it. The Watchtower had advertised this wheat was to grow five times as much wheat as any other brand. The government stepped in and tested the wheat. It was a very low-grade wheat. The the eagle won the suit and continued to expose Russell's cult as a money-making scheme for himself since he owned 99% of the organization. Russell brought suit against Pastor J.J. Ross for publishing a pamphlet entitled Some Facts About the Self-Styled Pastor Charles T. Russell. The pamphlet exposed Russell's lack of theological education, ignorance of the Greek and Hebrew, and false doctrines. Russell was eventually sorry for the lawsuit because he perjured himself, got caught lying before the jury in court, and then publicly humiliated as he had to confess that he could not translate the letters of the Greek alphabet and knew nothing of Latin or Hebrew. Just a flat liar. Ross won the case and then wrote another scorching pamphlet regarding Russell. Let's look at Joseph Franklin Rutherford, the next leader of Jehovah Witness. He took over the organization in 1970 after Russell's death. He remained the leader until his own death in 1942. There emerged a split as Rutherford had only some Russell's views. Rutherford was a lawyer who defended Russell in the suit against Ross. He was popularly called judge because it briefly served as a special judge in Missouri. His charisma and organizational talent matured the cult from infancy into a major organization. Under his influence, the society began to be seen as Jehovah. Theocratic kingdom on earth. It became God's supposed voice to the world. It was under Rutherford's leadership. The name Jehovah Witness was coined. His personal life, embarrassing for society. His drinking, problem. Vulgar language. Possible promiscuity led to the watch tower humiliation. As well as the divorce of his wife. Another major embarrassment for the Watchtower occurred under Rutherford because of false prophecy. He taught that in 1925, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the Old Testament prophets, would return as princes and live in the estate in San Diego, California, known as Beth Sarum. Wow! House of princes. Of course, large sums of money were solicited to build the spectacular home for the prophet's return, and the Watchtower leaders took full advantage of the situation while waiting for the return. Many Jehovah Witnesses were once again disappointed when the prophecy failed. Can you believe this? Raising large monies for Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob and the Old Testament prophets to return and live in San Diego, California. Are you a Jehovah Witness? Are you hearing What your leaders did? Thousands and millions have left. Maybe it's time for you to go. Who were other leaders of the Watchtower? Nathan H. Knorr led the Watchtower from 1942 until his death in 1977. He started the Gilead Missionary Training School in South Lansing, New York, produced the Watchtower's erroneous translations of the Bible, New World Translation. He prophesied that 1975 would be the end of the age and Armageddon would occur at that time. Close to one million Jehovah's Witnesses left the organization after this failed prophecy. Frederick France led the Watchtower from 1977 until 1992. As a chief translator of the New World Translation, his integrity was called into question in the case of Douglas. Walsh versus the Right Honorable James Latham Clyde in 1954 when he could not even translate an elementary passage of Hebrew from Genesis after claiming he could read Hebrew. How come one leader after another after another is a liar? They're not scholars. They're false prophets. France brought a new era of authoritarian control in the organization. Intellectual honesty and debate was not allowed. Of course not. And if anyone could prove you're a liar if you knew your Bible. His former leadership did not allow for any questioning about the ways things were done by the Watchtower elite. What does the Bible teach about the Watchtower's denial of the Trinity? Watchtower. They believe Jehovah is God Almighty. Jesus is only a is only a God, and the Holy Spirit is simply an act of force. But Christians believe that within the nature of the one God, there are three eternal and co-equal persons, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. The Bible teaches that the Father is God, 2 Peter 1.17. The Son is God, John 20.28, Colossians 2.9. And the Holy Spirit is God, Acts 5.3 and 4, and Acts 13.2. 2 Peter 1.17, He receives honor and glory from God the Father. Thomas said, my Lord and my God, John 20, 28, you have lied to the Holy Spirit, to God, Acts 5, 3-4. The Bible also teaches that there is only one God, 1 Timothy 2, 5, Galatians 3, 20, and Deuteronomy 6, 4, Isaiah 44, 6. Therefore, the doctrine of Trinity is substantiated by the Bible. For there is one God, 1 Timothy 2, 5. I am the first and the last, there is no other God, Isaiah 44, 6. What does the Bible teach about the Watchtower's denial of the deity of Christ? Watchtower doctrine, they believe that Jesus was Michael, the archangel. The first created being, only a man when on earth, not God. But Christians believe that Jesus Christ is God and part of the Trinity. The Bible teaches that Michael is the archangel of God and never implies that he is Jesus Christ. He is created being just as Gabriel, the angel. Lucifer was an archangel but fell. Jesus Christ is not the same as the angels, Hebrews 1.4, and is to be worshipped by all angels of God, Hebrews 1.6. Michael was and will be present when the voice of, from heaven proclaims Jesus Christ. Revelation 12, 7 and 9. The Bible teaches that Jesus is the second person of the Trinity. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, Matthew 28 20. What does the Bible teach about the Watchtower's denial of the Holy Spirit deity? They believe that the Holy Spirit is only an active force. You know, this is what on television, you know, the active force, the force, the force. I can't believe Christians like to watch this nonsense. I think something is wrong inside of their mind and not close enough to God to realize this is stupidity, a waste of time. It's brainwashing. But the force! Oh, Christians, talk about the force. Some of these stupid movies, and I say stupid, it's a waste of time. They're trying to brainwash Americans, and we are so silly to even waste our time watching them. The force. That's another way to distract God and the Holy Spirit. May the force be with you. You know, if you watch this kind of stuff, why don't you repent right now? I am so tired of Christians wrapped up in this stupidity. The force, the force, but you can't cast out a demon. Oh, but you can quote the force. May the force be with you. Hi, Hitler. Yeah, hi, Hitler. That's about as stupid as it is. Hitler was demon possessed. And let me tell you, you not, when you are watching these kind of things, the force, this is not the Holy Spirit. is denying God Himself. There should be a righteousness in you if you were close enough, the Holy Spirit, to be angry at this, and you should ever watch it. Now, if you're not angry, but you're angry at me, something is really wrong with you. Christians believe the Holy Spirit is God, the third person of the Trinity, not the force. The Bible clearly teaches that the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost, is the third person of the Trinity and has always been. Matthew 28, 20, of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Of the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters, Genesis 1, 2. Then God said, let us make man in our image, Genesis 1, 26. The Bible teaches that the Holy Spirit has a personality that can comfort us, John 14, 26. Gives us righteousness, peace, and joy, Romans 14, 17. Sanctify us, Romans 15, 16. Gives us eternal gifts, 1 Corinthians 12, 4 through 10. Gives us direction, Luke 12, 12, and Acts 16:6. 6. In Acts 5, we are told that Ananias and Sapphira died because they lied to the Holy Ghost, not the force. We can commune with the Holy Ghost, 2 Corinthians 13:14. What does the Bible teach about the Watchtower's denial of the bodily resurrection of Jesus Christ? Watchtower doctrine. They believe Jesus was not resurrected in the same physical body which was sacrificed on the cross. They believe he was a resurrected a spirit being who simply created various bodies with which to represent himself to those who saw and touched him. But Christians believe in the bodily resurrection of Jesus Christ. You know, we, what, what is it they believe in? Like, like, like witchcraft and that you, you can just transform yourself into another body, whether it's a, an animal? Do you understand how far you're getting from reality? Christians believe in the bodily resurrection of Jesus Christ. The Bible teaches that Jesus Christ physically rose from the dead. In the same body, see my hands. Put your fingers in the palms of my hands. In my side. It never insinuates that Christ's spirit inhabited various bodies. I mean, that's demon possession. See my hands, my feet. That is, I myself touch me and see. For a spirit does not have flesh and bones, as you see that I have. Luke 24, 39. Other scriptures, John 2, 19-21, through 21, John 20-28, 1 Corinthians 15-17, and Matthew 24-30. What does the Bible teach about the Watchtower's denial of the full atonement by the shed blood of Jesus Christ? Tell you what, you don't go to them for healing. Watchtower doctrine, they believe that the atonement is half by God and half by man and will not fully be completed until the survivors of Armageddon return to God through free will and become subject to theocratic rule of Jehovah. But Christians believe in the all-sufficient cleansing power of the shed blood of Christ for all sins to any who appropriate it through repentance and confession of faith in Christ. The Bible teaches that the atonement blood of Jesus cleanses us from sin. First John 1.7, in the blood of Jesus Christ, His Son cleanses us from all sin. And they overcame him, the devil, by the blood of the Lamb, Revelation twelve eleven. And we have confidence to enter the holy place by the blood of Jesus, Hebrews ten nineteen. What does the Bible teach about the Watchtower denial of the physical return of Christ? Watchtower doctrine: they believe that Christ returned invisibly to Earth in nineteen fourteen, in secret, and specifically to the Watchtower organization. According to them. He will not return physically to the earth. Well, who are you? According to them, who are you? False prophecies all through your organization. Lies all through your organization by your leaders. Twisting the word of God. You're not, you don't have scholars to rightly interpret the word of God. You make up and twist the word to back your created doctrine. Christians believe in the physical second coming of Jesus Christ. The Bible teaches all nations will see his return. It will not be done in secret as the witnesses imply. This is merely a whitewash to cover up Charles Russell's failed prophecy predicting the return of Christ in 1914. At that same time, the Son of Man will appear in the sky and all nations of the earth will mourn. They will see the Son of Man come in the clouds of the sky with power and great glory, Matthew 24, 30. We will see this thing. The Bible teaches Jesus will physically return just as he physically departed. This same Jesus who has been taken from you into heaven will come back in the same way you have seen him go into heaven. Acts 1.11. What does the Bible teach about the Watchtower's doctrine of salvation? Watchtower doctrine. They say they believe in the salvation by grace through faith in Christ, but they pollute the idea of true grace by claiming that one must identify with a watchtower and do its works in order to receive eternal life. But Christians believe that salvation is by the grace through faith in Christ alone. Works are not done in order to secure salvation, but as a result of a changed life and appreciation for what Christ has done. I'll tell you, ladies and gentlemen, we could go on and on into exposing these lies. Watchtower salvation. In order to be saved in the watchtower, you have to read their magazines. You have to follow their teachings. It's their word over the word of God. Their interpretation over the abundance of scholarly Christians. So now you're following an organization, a magazine, false prophets against the word of God. The watchtower might talk the talk, but they can't walk the walk when it comes to salvation through grace. What does the watchtower mean by free grace? It's that Christ's death only wiped away the sin inherited by Adam. They teach that without this work of atonement, men could not work their way toward salvation. Every religion has to work their way through salvation. That's what Christianity is different. We can't work our way to God. God forgave us. And only God could. Christians will be commended for their good works. The Bible is clear that salvation is not earned as a result of works but as a free gift for any who repent and turn to Christ in faith. The free gift of God is eternal life in Jesus Christ our Lord, Romans 6.23. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. This not of yourselves, it is a gift of God, not of works, so that no one can boast. For we are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do, Ephesians 2.8-10. Repent and let each one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, that you shall receive the gift. Acts 2.38. Ladies and gentlemen, the Bible is so, so very clear. Again, the Watchtower organizations. What does it mean for Jehovah's Witness? They have accepted the organization as the prophet of God. They have accepted The organization as God's sole channel for his truth. They believe that to reject the organization is to reject God. They believe that only the organization can interpret the Bible, not individuals. They believe Watchtower magazine contains God's truth, directed by him through the organization. The organization, its leaders, have been proven to be liars, one right after the other, false prophets, One right after the other. Misinterpretation of scripture. It is very clear. It can be proven. If you are a Jehovah Witness, I encourage you. You are empty. You are void of true happiness. Some of you are depressed. You can come out of that. You can come into salvation through Jesus Christ. Like millions of others have left Jehovah Witness. You can too. There is grace for you. There is eternal life. You can be led by the Holy Spirit. You can see miracles in your life. Your family can be healed. There is a future. And Jesus is getting ready to return. May God bless you. Shannon? What a powerful
1: expose tonight. This is uh, straight up truth. We need to be aware of the deception out there which has taken many people out. I heard some of these same arguments recently on uh, YouTube. People saying that um, there is no Father, Son, and Holy Spirit and the things that are believed out there that we can't trust the Bible for today. Uh, I don't buy that for a second. goes back to the Garden of Eden. Half God said, you know, Dr. Hanson, one thought I'll just throw into this conversation. There are some that say, you know, Um, We'll just never know what God wanted us to know because the Bible was corrupted. If that were true, then nobody would be going to hell. Everybody up on Judgment Day could say, well, God, you can't judge me because we didn't have your book. No, we have God's Bible. I like the King James myself. That's what I stick with. And uh, the problem is people don't read it. They don't study it. They don't obey it. And uh, there is not going to be an excuse for anybody on Judgment Day. We have God's word. We need to read it. Learn it. Obey it. I want to thank you for coming on tonight, my friend. And, you know, if we don't, then we're going to be um, in deception, brother. We won't know. I worry about those who have never read the King James. I know there are other translations out there, but I stick with it. Why? Because it's not copyrighted outside of the UK. Isn't that interesting? Just about every other translation is. Should God's word be copyrighted? I don't think so, personally. But not to mention... A lot of new translations have popped up out there, brother. And uh, I believe that many of them are bastardized versions. They've taken out the power of the blood. Some of them being used in this nation where I'm at right now. Have Amen. the Christian church praying to a God who has no son named Allah. Amen. Gotten so here, Dr. Hanson that the Muslim community has sued Christians saying, stop praying to our God. We worship Allah. That's not your God. They're right. I agree with a billion Muslims. Allah has no son. So why is the Christian church over here praying to a moon God? If the God you're worshiping does not have a son named Jesus Christ, you're not worshiping the God of the Bible. And I could go on and on telling you about some of the things that I've encountered here in Indonesia. Now, just blow your mind Uh, how Satan has even infiltrated the Bible societies here. I praise God for a Bible that has stood the test of time. I don't have to worry about being updated every year with humanism. And that people actually had bloodshed, gave their lives, lost everything, so that you and I can have the ability to read God's
2: Word in the English language. So that's my thought on the subject. Amen, Shannon. And my primary source, too, which I carry everywhere I go to preach, is the the King James. Can't say that about the Message Bible. Nobody died for that one.
1: Dr. Hansen, I want to thank you for coming on tonight, for taking a stand for truth. You always have. And that's why I respect you and the work that you do at World Ministries International. You speak the truth and let the chips fall where they may. Uh, the word will set people free. Amen. Uh, Dr. Hansen, how can people support your ministry, be a part of it, and also become
2: a member of Eagles Saving Nations? They can go to my website, www.worldministries.org. That's www worldministries.org and you can donate right that way. Uh, click on Eagle Saving Nations when you're on my website. We're trying to get into the stadiums, national football stadiums, basketball arenas. We're, we're trying to again uh, get right back to Pentecost without Pentecost. There's no hope for this nation. Jesus said, Go Terry don't try to represent me until you're filled with my power, my released energy. And then I will... Through you, continue to do miracles on earth. You know, we talked about, again, Jehovah Witnesses. Well, let me tell you, they are void of miracles. They're void of true peace with God. They're void of salvation. They can't cast out demons. They can't see people come back from the dead. They just teach a false theology. You know, you you get into the God of Islam, Shannon. And and again, that's pure ignorance. It's Chrislam. I could go into this in depth. But if you say, Jesus is God, that's blasphemy, and they kill you. Jesus in Islam is not God. He's a prophet that comes back to bring the whole world under Allah, and they'll kill the Christians. Let me tell you, the ignorance of the church is rampant. 360-629-5248. 360-629-5248. They can telephone. They can donate that way, or they can write me a check, WMI, put on the check, WMI, send it to P.O. Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292, P.O. Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. And we do need your help, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, We need a breakthrough, so please do what the Holy Spirit is telling you to do. Uh, God bless you, and God bless you, Shannon.
1: We'll see you next time, brother. We love you. God bless y'all. Thank Thank you. you.